Hello, welcome back to the Nut House. We are Dancing with Danny Kay, and it is time for Forbidden <laughs> Cinema. Hello, happy holidays right in the thick of it. Hopefully you are having an amazing time and not experiencing some of the craziness that might befall the holiday times. But that's what this movie's about. So welcome to Forbidden Cinema. Yeah, if things are going nuts, if everybody's fighting, if your family is just a disaster, just pop in your buds and, and turn this on and just tune them out for an hour. Yeah, we're going to be talking about Christmas Vacation. It has all the best intentions, as do, I'm sure, most people in your family. But <laughs> you know how that goes. I don't know. We are not licensed family therapists. So <laughs> no. Uh, no. please do not take any of our advice. So basically, if someone's really bothering you, just go punch them in the neck. and that That's what this, this universe tells us. In fact, that's really kind of right where I start off. I just wrote the word testosterone um <laughs> you know this movie is what the 80s and 90s thought about dads oh man you know it just told us like dads are like overly they have something to prove they're not gonna let some some asshole in a car ride their bumper so they're gonna speed up even if it's at the risk of everyone in the car, they're going to oogle some random women. They're going to just be, oh, dad, and flub it all up and just then kind of just lose it. And we're all just going to, uh, that's what dads do. <laughs> like, I don't know who, like, when did this become, I mean, maybe Chevy Taste is just the patron saint of, like, just crazy dads. I think this is before kind of the Jim Belushi sitcom where dad is just kind of a lovable loser you know, the home alone, not home alone. That's a completely different thing. Home improvement. Right. You know, where dad's just, ha, ha, ha. There's dad. Oh, he's just, he drinks beer and watches sports and we can't really depend on him for anything, but he loves us all. Well, I don't know, but I think this is a circle back because you have um, like all in the family and all in the family. I mean, he's just like completely. He's just a jerk. You know? He's a jerk, but he sits in a chair and drinks beer and people come back and want more. Apparently, this is like that corporate crossover dad mm. it's like he's got he's got stuff to prove from a monetary standpoint and and when things don't come out right i mean i don't think it's anybody like all in the family meets reaganomics yeah there we go yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um i don't think i mean also too i don't think anyone loses it quite like chevy chase does no okay so tell me about this movie in your history where where's this come in for you so with this we I honestly don't know at like at this moment, stamp in time, you know, in in the year of our Lord 2021, if I've sat down and watched all of this with my parents together, hmm. it feels like at this point we probably have. It's on TV all the time, but I don't think that they own this. My mom gets, she doesn't really like Chevy Chase. She, as we've discovered and as we've talked about, there are very specific feelings that she has about specific people and that then blackballs anything that they're a part of. But I do remember vaguely seeing some of Vacation at some point. And my dad will make references and jokes about Vacation. Not a lot of this one. I think this one is just probably everyone's kind of classless in this one, which which shouldn't, but is part of like, just like everybody, no one's likable. Everybody's kind of ugh and gross. And, you know, there's just over like sexualization and, and just, I don't think she likes that. And so it just was not like, why are we going to watch this? Mm. Like, it's not really appropriate. I think your father texted me and all of the brothers-in-law a picture of uh, John Candy from Vacation at the very beginning of the pandemic saying, sorry, the country is closed. The bald eagle out front should have told you. <laughs> See, there we go. I mean, I've, which I have not seen any vacation, but this. And, and I've seen, I've not seen all of the first one. I know I've seen a little bit. I know there's a Grand Canyon involved. There's like Wally world. That's the whole trek, which is a, a kickback because the glasses that they use are Wally world glasses. Yeah, I think we should maybe, I mean, maybe not next week, but we should add vacation to the list. I mean, that's an R rated movie if I'm not mistaken. Is it? I didn't know that. And maybe that's why. Yeah. And I've never, never seen it. So maybe we should add that to the list just to go back. Cause I kind of thought wondering, I mean, I'm guessing cousin Eddie is in that. Movie, I believe so, yes. But with the rest of the, the dads and moms and stuff. I don't know if they, they really are. really introduced them quick and good on them for not giving a whole lot of backstory. And we automatically kind of knew the family We know dynamics. the dynamic for sure. Now, I have seen European Vacation before and I've seen Vegas Vacation. See, I've seen neither of those. 
I mean, I, I don't think European that they vacation hold up. doesn't hold up well, and Vegas vacation is why bother. Vegas vacation does have a kind of fun plot point of Wayne Newton falling in love and trying to court Beverly D'Angelo, and it's wacky. Oh wow! Oh, so, wow. so it's kind of worth it for that. Other than that, I mean, I, I don't really think it is, but uh, that's funny. Yeah, I mean, I think what my mom spit in a cup one time, and I think that uh, yeah, Wayne Newton might be like a distant, distant cousin. So. Uh. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Um, and then I guess there's what Cousin Eddie's Island Adventure Christmas Vacation 2. Yeah, uh, I've, I've the, not, ex- I didn't even know that existed. And then we looked that Ed Helms plays Rusty Griswold in the remake Vacation, like 2015. I that, don't remember that either. That did not make it on my radar. See, I feel like now I realize that existed back then, but early this morning I was trying to think of what movies you know were in this series Mm -hmm. and i could have told you cousin eddie's island adventure but i could not have told you the vacation remake with ed helms well and also it's worth saying like this is a national lampoon Mm -hmm. these are all national lampoons so i know that there are other movies out there that are national lampoon i know it's a whole you know comedic you know powerhouse and not one i know a lot about uh, about no i feel like this is dad stuff yeah yeah i i in that era it it feels like Mad Magazine and Playboy, somewhere I, in the middle. I feel like it probably is a lot like that. I should deep dive exactly what the hell National Lampoon is. I should probably deep dive that for us. Yeah, I don't really have any idea. This movie for me, we rented it at the library. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't rent more things at the library. I know. It was free. Why did my mom not? Well, their selection was not great. Um, I've been told that libraries have better selections now. You think, considering I basically own a library, that I would have a library card and go and look at dusty books and stuff? And yeah, maybe that's maybe a miss for me. Maybe I should. We used to go a lot as a kid, but then we were terrible at returning things, and we wouldn't return them until they had like a like clemency months. Hit out on you. I mean, (laughs) well, no, they would have months where just give us the books and no questions asked. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's when we return books. I absolutely love it. Uh, full disclosure, a lot of the books on the Forbidden Bookshelf are no longer in print, and a lot of them are uh, ex-library books that I've Yeah, bought. that's right. I noticed that they, they have like the little uh, Dewey Decimal system, system of the Spine. <laughs> we'll have to share that. But yeah, I definitely... Uh, I think watching this film when I was a child, the physical comedy... I think this is a movie that I thought like, oh, the first three minute opening, the animated Santa Claus is the mm-hmm. funniest part of this movie. The rest of the movie is just kind of weird and people scream a lot. I can see and, that. But I do like when Jeffy Chase gets hurt, and, you know. I mean, that's always so this leans in in a lot of in a lot of ways. So the physical comedy really it plays heavy, like big, big Pratt falls. It plays very subtle, like, you know, all the pages of the magazine sticking to his hands because they're covered in sap <laughs> um, from cutting down the tree to a lot of wordplay. Mm-hmm. And so it really touches a lot. I mean, it's very smart. Um, so oh, the it, wordplay. That's that's what I would come back for now in, mm-hmm. in my adulthood. Uh, you know, the physical comedy is a little played out, but man, yeah. The, and just the facial expressions on Chevy Chase. He is acting when he's not talking. He he does that really, really well. So I'll give him that. I mean, I I, I don't know where he falls now in, in the whole scheme of things. It seems like people don't really care for him very much, but he seems kind of just curmudgeonly and he's kind of gone away. Right. And Beverly D'Angelo, we'll get into a little bit too, but her acting without saying anything is pretty amazing as well. She's hilarious. I think she is an unsung hero in these series. I don't really know what else that she's in. She's in all of them. Um, you know, I, I wonder what their dynamic is because it had to be okay for them to continue to make these movies together as a couple. But I think she's hilarious. Okay. So what else do you have to set the story before we head into the movie? Well, you know, we've, we, I mean, really my next notes are, are kind of, you know, later because we go through the whole thing of going to get the Christmas tree. He wants the Griswold old-fashioned Christmas. and I've got some stuff before that. Okay. I've got uh, how involved was John Hughes in making this? Yeah, I don't know. It, I just it, saw like a Hughes production or whatever. Like, it feels very Hughes-like. I mean, it's it feels like on the street where you live of the Hughes productions. Like, you know, Kevin McAllister probably lives down the street. Probably so does Ferris Bueller, uh, you know. 
Uh, we'll have to see like where this house is. Is this house like right down the road from those? It or? feels like they they would be. They mm-hmm. they live in the same world. Uh, and I said, uh, do any other non James Bond movies have a cold open like that? Hmm. I feel like sitcoms now do that so well, where they have the joke before the mm-hmm. the commercial or the, the before the uh, opening credits in the commercial that has really not a lot to do with the plot. I kind of miss that in in my life. I don't know if there's any shows I'm watching now that do that. I mean, are you calling? What are you calling? Because we've got the whole credit like, sequence. Well, the I would say they're going to get their Christmas tree is kind of a cold okay, open. Yeah, it's its I, own I little adventure, like True. James Bond movies, you know. He or Indiana Jones movies. Okay. There's always kind of a you know a little adventure before to wet your wet your whistle a little bit to give you a feel for who these characters are mm-hmm. to yeah I, I yeah i see that um next thing i have is they're going to get the tree mm-hmm. three people in this car have had the biggest show around at the time they were in it that is crazy to think about i, I wish beverly d'angelo i really want to find something where she was in the biggest show of the time but i mean We've got Community with Chevy Chase was huge. We've got Big Bang Theory. Mm-hmm. And then right now, I think Yellow Jackets is like the most streamed thing happening right now with Juliette Lewis. Huh. Yellow Jackets? Is that the... That's the one with Christina Ritchie. Oh, where all the... Yeah, everybody eats each other. and It's like yeah. alive or yeah, with, it, with girl, like volleyball players or something. Yeah, I feel like it's alive meets This Is Us. Hmm. Meets also, and I was trying to remember this the other day, the movie that does have like the four girls and the four adult girls. And you got Christina Ritchie is actually one of the little girls at the time. And um, Roseanne, not Roseanne, Rosie O'Donnell is like one of the adults. Oh, Um, man. Is that maybe Mermaids or Soap Dish? No, no. It's later than that. I think it has Wilson. What's her face? Wilson. It's married to Tom Hanks um, as like like one of the adults, too. Okay. I can't remember what it is, but it's like the four. Like it goes back and forth. We'll have to go look at that and see what's up. Have you ever driven home with a tree strapped to your car? We had to have because we would go to Christmas tree lots. I remember doing that. It was something that my mom didn't really do. When I think about it now, I see why not. But it was something <laughs> that like dad would take, uh, my sister and I at the time, and we would go. But we didn't always have a truck, so we had to at some point. And we had live trees until my third sister, or I guess my second sister in line, um, was born and she's horribly allergic and would get bloody noses. So then we had fake trees from gotcha, there on out. Gotcha. So I mean, I, my earliest memory of taking a tree home is in my dad's Volkswagen Rabbit. Oh wow! Yes, yeah, how is that even that possible? <laughs> and then you know, dad did get a uh, one of those Toyota mini trucks, mm-hmm. which he had whatever. You know, he would drive a Toyota Mini truck until probably three years ago. That was just, you drive one till it dies and go get another one. And drive right. one till it dies and go get another one. But I think like that's great that we have the bed of the truck for the Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. What that means is my dad, my mom, me, and my sister are all, all on the, the bench cab. seat with, <laughs> with th- three seat belts yeah. the bed, driving. Who knows? It it felt like it was seven hours. It, it must not have been. Oh, but. I know. We we went to like local, you know, like in a parking lot kind of stuff. We never went to like a oh, Christmas tree Oh, no, we would farm. go and cut our own. Oh, no, we've never done that. Oh, yeah, we never. would go and cut our own and then usually go get um, uh, hot chocolate, you know, at the main place. And then you mm-hmm. scorch yourself on the hot chocolate. <laughs> and for whatever reason, that was the one time of year we would go to Crystal. We would always go to Crystal on Weird. the way back. Yeah, that was our that was our. Uh, well, because Christmas you couldn't tradition. taste anything because you're your taste buds were fried. <laughs> yeah. No, we never did that. We never had that truly rustic experience. All right. Go ahead, babe. You're next. What's what's your next observation? Honestly, um, it's Todd and Margot. Todd and Margot. We are so them. I know. We are. I mean, they're such douches. <laughs> but, I mean, there are some things that I'm like, ugh, you know. But, I mean... One, why are they living in this neighborhood? I mean... Oh, we're skipping a few steps on my notes, but yet they have floating carpeted steps. Yeah, why is their house so modern in this, Where, ha- in this how neighborhood? How do you get that in that neighborhood? I don't know. They had to spend so much money to revamp whatever house that was. Um, they could have just bought an apartment somewhere. Yeah, they are very much city dwellers. I don't know why they, they, they're like made this exodus to the burbs. Um, yeah, but they would have to... 
gut that house. I mean, it was houses built next to each other aren't that different. You know, they're built at the same time, yeah. same building standards, the same. Oh, they would have had to gut that place. It would have been so expensive. I mean, I have a friend that when she then they finally bought a house and she posted on Instagram. She's like, it's in my lifelong dream to own a house from a John Hughes movie. <laughs> like, that's what she wanted. That's what she got. But I just have aluminum briefcases. Oh, wow. Yes. Um, she's wearing sunglasses. It's completely dark. Mm-hmm. And then... They're giving him a hard time saying, where are you going to put that tree? And he's bend over and I'll show you. Like, what kind of relationship do they have as neighbors? Where in, And even like to Todd, he's like, well, I'm not talking to you. And like, they don't even say anything. Like, the, how, what is this? What has been the buildup to that statement where it doesn't even really face anybody? Catch <laughs> uh, a stole a candy cane. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Are cats allowed to have candy canes? Probably not. Alexa, are cats allowed to have candy canes? Okay, we'll just take that back. <laughs> All right, moving on. So I have, after we get done with the tree and, you know, of course, the iconic scene of the magazine. Right. But how much does that bring back to you? Did you ever read magazines at magazine or at uh, the at the newsstand or at the grocery store or at the bookstore? Yeah, yeah. And all the cards falling out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All the little mail-in things. Yeah, that's true. Well, I don't know why they're in there, especially at a yeah at distribution places like that. I think that's the thing. I think you're expected to buy one magazine. Like, oh well, I like this magazine. I'll subscribe to it. Yeah, no. I, I I mean, we well, actually we're subscribing to more magazines now in our lives than we probably have in decades. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know that we can talk. I just have what's on his PJs? It's like little animals of some sort. Mm, and, I was not paying and attention. And he wears them the whole time. Um he wears them more than one evening. They're like childlike. I don't know what they are. I couldn't get close enough to them. And then I have Beverly D'Angelo I mean, I think it's an airmark of the series that she calls him Sparky. Why? We may have to find out why. I don't know where the origin of that Sparky. is. Sparky. Yeah. Why okay. is he it's Sparky? It's cute, though. I, it's, it's really cute. It's very cute, but it's like lumpy. Like it, It's very specific. I mean, I don't know. Maybe we watch Vacation and See, or maybe we Google it. It's probably easier just to Google it. Probably, but we'll probably watch Vacation at some point. Okay, so then she lays out the plot right there. He's like, I just want to have, you know, her, her parents have decided to come. He's like, let them come. It's exactly what we want. A big, big family, you know, con- you know, he doesn't say country, but it feels like <laughs> big family country Christmas. An old fashioned, an old fashioned family Christmas. And she's like, honey, you always, you always have big plans and you have these like high expectations and no one ever meets your expectations. And it just. I guess that is a real thing here that pretty much every time she says something, she's the voice of reason. <laughs> and pretty, pretty much, much every time he does something, it goes wrong. I mean, she says, like, you always you want this big thing and you set these really high expectations and you get your your head and your heart all wrapped around it and it never goes the way that you planned. And then you get really upset about it. And he's like, when do I do that? And she's like, birthdays, holiday parties, like graduation. And she's just going through. And and then the physical comedy, like his his he's knocking over the lamp because his hand's sticking to it. Her hair is like, and she's still just <laughs> rattling off this list and not even phased by the fact that like her hair is all like stuck to his sappy hand. Um, um, but I definitely, as an adult, I don't feel I do this, but I have seen this happen in my family um, quite a bit. Oh, yes. That yes, yes, the yes, expectation yes, yes, yes. of just creating this perfect moment that everyone's going to enjoy. And they just don't in the way that, that you think they will or want them to. And it Yeah, just, your mom Chevy chases Christmas just uh, about every year. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, that's true. It's tough. The next thing I have are pools are kind of lame. Kind of. I mean, taking care of a pool. Anybody who has ever had a pool has probably just want to have that crap filled in. I mean, you're just, you're just a pool person now. But it's That's what you do. This... You have to take water. You have to get chemicals. <laughs> you have to clean the thing. You have to skim the thing. You're just like, that's just what I do now. I have my main job and then I have my pool job. And that's really it. And I have to talk a lot about the pool because uh, nobody validates me for having the pool. Then I'm just taking care of this grave out here. <laughs> But we're talking about, I mean, I'm assuming they're in Illinois because that's where the Hughes universe is. So you can use a is. pool for six 
day <laughs> i don't of know a year where it's not but it seems cold. like you know that that was the height at this time like because what we, we haven't even said what when this is, is 89 89 yeah i mean like oh my gosh having a pool at your house it's so rich oh crazy you know and then he's talking about his 7500 hundred dollar deposit that he's made to like make this this pool happen um while he's holding his Tasmanian devil mug. That's what I have. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure we bought one of those for my dad. I'm okay. pretty sure that happened. He had some sort of Tasmanian devil something. I mean, their house is not a not a bad house. No. They're, they're, they're a nice place. They they can afford like they can afford a seventy five hundred dollar deposit. I would think so. Or just put it on a credit card instead of with thirty three percent interest. <laughs> you know, everybody's doing great. <laughs> Speaking of credit cards, there's two different kind of chuk chuk credit card yes. machines. Like there's like a chuk chuk, and there's like a a kunk kunk credit yes. card machine. Uh, I've oh, never man. seen the hunk hunk one before. I don't know if I've seen yeah the over over, but definitely the. I mean, into the two thousands, I have used a like <laughs> uh, one. You know, so yes, those those are fun. I don't really know what you're supposed to do with the slips. Like we we always just did it like when something didn't work right, so we were like keeping up copy. But I guess you just mail them in. I don't even know. I, I've never I've never used them in an op full operating experience. Um, and I do have that. You know, after I have um, what's what's Doyle Murray's first name? Um, Brian Doyle Murray. Brian Doyle Murphy. So like, welcome back. You know, he's he's our uh, he's playing two sides of of the the dysfunctional father figure <laughs> um, from our last film. But but for sure, he he represents something special in the eighties. Do you have anything before weird horn dog stuff? No, that's pretty much exactly what I have. Okay. I have that. He's a cartoon wolf. He's a cartoon wolf and a 14-year-old boy. I just, I mean, first seeing this at 13 or 14, and I completely missed the entire double entendres here. Just I think there's more in head. the non-TV version than normal, because there was definitely a couple I don't think I heard oh, before. Oh, we rented this from the, we didn't watch this on TV. We rented oh. it from the library. It was full-on PG-13. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I mean, he's immediately, like, he's looking at underwear, fine. And so... Here's here's my biggest issue. One, this like this 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 uh, stereotype that gets thrown out there that like men just like cannot speak in front of a beautiful woman. Obviously, that's not true. But they're at a store, and also to think that like this woman wants to be ogled. She's selling she's selling stuff. Like she has to deal with a bunch of you assholes. But also, Beverly D'Angelo is DTF. I mean. Her Christmas Eve dress, that thing is split down the middle and showing some cleavage. We'll get into it later, but her hand placement. She's all about it. I don't feel like that is as evident in this movie as it is in some of the other ones. But she's as horny no, as he is. Yes. And there's and she is totally about him. It is not like he's got some, you know, cold, boring, suburban wife. Not at all. She, he's got the wife that the PTA or PTO, I don't know the difference, moms are talking about because she's a little <laughs> racy. Um, so the fact that he is like losing his mind over because he's probably looking at underwear for her because she's sexy he's gonna buy her sexy underwear and then there's this woman who and he's just like i mean all over the place like breast and nipple and it's nipply outside <laughs> and like the one thing that i know i've not heard was like talking about a yule log and not that i have a log i was like oh my god like you know talking about like how well endowed or not well endowed he was but it's like ugh. but then and she seems exasperated just a little bit and then we have a time lapse and he's sitting on the counter and they're laughing and he's she's sewing uh, him her panty line. I'm like, no, there's no way that this person would then become like charming enough that she would want to have this conversation with him. He's <laughs> And he's not going to spend that much. It's an underwear counter. I mean, it is funny, though. The, you know, son is like really calling him on it without uh, yeah. really calling him on yeah, it. Yeah, he's so, like, like he, yeah, you can't, can you? <laughs> like, you can you see the panty lines? Can you, Russ? Like, no, Dad, you can't. <laughs> I mean, that's very Johnny Galecki. Yes, very much I so. I feel like he was really bringing a lot of himself into this role. The next thing I have is um, It's a Wonderful Life. It's on the TV. Mm-hmm. And that, uh, I don't know if we've really discussed this on the podcast, but I'm not a, not really a huge fan. Jenny actually made me sit through it a couple of years ago. We saw it in the theater. And it, 
I'm going to take back some of the things I've said about it. So <laughs> I just really kind of thought it was about corrupt banking processes and financial fraud and people not really getting their comeuppance. So I well, thought it was kind of about like the setting up the institutions that would cause the financial crash in 2008. And that, well, that movie was just for you then. It was really to tell you about the Christmas spirit. <laughs> it was really to show you, um, you know, that if you, we focus on that, then we then we live in Pottersville. We don't live in, oh no, Bedford Falls. We okay. don't live in Bedford Falls. Um, I mean, I'm also not a huge fan of the pharmacist character. and The so. druggist. He, <laughs> it's like, he slaps that kid around. <laughs> yeah, not a huge fan. Oh, I love how, so they're at home. We get a doorbell. Then we get a lower doorbell. And the, the like... The doorbell is ominous that the family has arrived. It's like ding dong, ding dong. <laughs> Good job, though, introducing all those. We kind of touched on it earlier, but introducing so many characters and hitting mm-hmm. the family dynamic immediately. We all we know who's related to who. I think the only one, the cousin, cousin Eddie, Eddie and I, I had that. I, later, I yeah. had to kind of do and some I still, diagram. I think it's her sister. Catherine is her sister. Is her sister who's married to cousin Eddie? Okay. Because I think uh, he refers to him as cousin-in-law. He does, but not until like the very end. But yeah. they seem, he seems real about Clark there as if they're related. Hey, I've got some brothers-in-law that are uh, kind of into me, so, you know. <laughs> but yeah, but so then that wouldn't, but that wouldn't be his cousin-in-law. If Catherine is his, is her sister, that would be his brother-in-law. But then he does, he calls him Cousin Eddie. But it, it's also. But it's, it's Uncle Clark. It's. Everybody loves Raymond's mom, who seems to be more interested Absolutely. in the Absolutely. That's, that's why I've always wondered. I'm like, it didn't make sense to me because, yeah, how much yeah, Eddie like was involved. Yeah, I her sister. It is because they're terrible people until they're really interested in those really kind of like, I'm sorry, gross kids. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're really, really, you know, they, they are actually acting like loving grandparents to these kids where they're just being like, why... Why is Eddie and his that family the catch? Like the like we're so proud and like we love this family where Clark is like this POS. <laughs> I understand. And then I wrote, hotels are how I tell my family that I love yes, them. Yes, yes, absolutely. Have you ever had that experience? Like, did grandparents come and stay in your room? Like absolutely. When they came yes. Yes. And- yeah. And then you have to go sleep with your sister or sleep on the couch or. That's not fun for anybody. No, nobody likes it. I remember no grandparents want to sleep in my room. They'd be no. better at a hotel where you get a continental breakfast and yeah, HBO. They always <laughs> came and slept in my yeah. They always slept in my room, and I remember them coming for um, like a show choir performance. I had. I didn't know they were coming. I don't know if I mean we were. It was so busy. My mom like they could have said they were coming, and I didn't know. But I've been been rehearsing all week long, like long, 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 long hours, and I come home and they're there. And I just cried. <laughs> I just cried. Like, I love my grandparents. But I just cried because I wasn't going to be able to sleep in my bed. I'm like 17 years old. Like, just go to a hotel. Just, Nobody so wants house guests. Nobody wants house guests. We had so many house guests. We just moved. We, we didn't have beds. <laughs> yeah. Like our brand new house. Like, oh, yeah. You can. You can. Okay. Yeah. We're back. We, uh. You know, we had some house guests when we first bought our house and we were just kind of told, oh, hey, there's going to be three families staying with you. And we had no furniture. <laughs> we had no beds. We had nothing, nothing. And and I I had a few like things of like working at home. And I was just like, I was at home and your uncle was here like because he didn't want to hang out with anybody else. Like they were going and doing stuff. And he just stay in our back um, guest bedroom and like ate cereal <laughs> and like stole the stole the diet coke like i remember coming downstairs to like pour from a two liter of diet coke i'm like i know we bought diet coke and it was nowhere and then later when everybody was back it was back i was like he's been drinking straight out of this two liter <laughs> bottle of diet coke <laughs> like we have plenty of cups We're that's like, one thing we had we didn't have beds we had cups like we have holiday Inn express it is a mile down the road from us they have cinnamon and rolls it would have cost less than what we spent on beds, right? That we, exactly. That we then don't use. That we don't like because it was like a knee jerk. Like, oh, we need to furnish these rooms. Yeah, it's crazy to talk. But yes, yeah, so if you're going to somewhere and they say, "Hey, you can stay with us," and just say, "Like, thank you. That was really nice of you. We're gonna get a hotel." 
because we love you. I was impressed, though, that they come to the door. I mean, it's at this just like cacophony of voices of the grandparents being there. They've come. It's December 14th. We know per the advent calendar. Creepy advent calendar, by the way. Not sure. All the They come with wrapped gifts. That's a, that, They're ahead of the game. Yeah. Who has on December 14th? It is... December 12th, full disclosure, <laughs> as we're recording this, and we are nowhere. Nowhere. Nowhere near wrapped gifts. Not even beginning. I guess and also, in the days when there was no Amazon, maybe you had to buy gifts ahead of time. I guess so, but also, too, it's December 14th. They're staying until Christmas. They're going to be there for nine days, minimum. Uh-huh. I mean, that's huge. Like, I, I can't even wrap my head around being having a house guest or being a house guest for that long. They're like, you just moved in. Like, could you legally say that you're now a resident of this house <laughs> and take I mean, over? There's probably squatters laws apply. Probably, probably so. I have that uh, Juliette Lewis is peeling carrots with a knife instead of a peeler. Yeah, it's kind of... Furious. I, I think that's why she's a cannibal now. <laughs> like that is a that is, that is right there is something that somebody crazy does. Yeah, it, it's not it's someone who's like on the brink for sure. <laughs> um, and then I've I've got so then we've got um, the next door neighbors. We've got Todd and Margot, and they have all their audio hi fi equipment and CDs. Well, CDs in eighty nine. They were a thing. They were around, but it was super expensive. expensive and exclusive and i also said that gutter ice is something i have zero experience with yeah i didn't know that that was a thing i did write down like i'm pretty sure that there was like some sort of murder mystery where like someone was killed with an icicle mm. uh, and like they were trying to you know that was it was it was more of like maybe a, a puzzle we were trying to solve and like this is what was like in the, the room the person that hung themselves by like, like jumping off of dry ice right or, or something like that yeah there's been a couple of like yeah where i think ice our gifted programs yes that we had actually, our story with a hole in it or whatever which and, was a part of the reason i'm pretty sure that my parent probably as well as other parents protested because we were like solving murder mysteries i'm like this is great this is the best part of this whole thing i just have that uh going to sleep no one's having a good time get a hotel and then poster of a girl on your ceiling yeah my dad had the like classic farrah fawcett poster he had told me one time Mm -hmm. that you know i think every guy in the 70s had but I never had a poster of a girl on my wall. I would have never even. I mean, they had them at, um, you know, you could get one at Spencer's. Right. But I would have never. Oh, my goodness. That would not have been allowed. Well, I have like all the women are miserable and all the men like the other grandpa's like reading sassy magazine by (laughs) flashlight. The other grandpa's just like blissfully staring at the ceiling. You know, I didn't couldn't even tell who it was. Um, And yeah, it's like. What are all these creeps? <laughs> Why are they so gross? Uh, I have up in the attic. You have anything before that? No, pretty much. That's where I am. Yeah, I definitely said that uh, stepping on the boards. That's a little bit of a cheap shot. Very much so. I wonder why he feels the need to hide these presents so <laughs> so thoroughly. It doesn't seem like anyone cares enough to be like trying to find presents or see what they are. No. Where'd your parents hide their presents? Um, I don't remember, honestly. You've had so many houses that it doesn't. But also, I didn't go look. Hmm. I, I That wasn't me as a kid. I've never been a looker. I only found one, and it was because it was delivered... And it didn't have like a gift box. It was just delivered in its box to the mm. front door. Like, oh, hey, that's what There's that a is. a box. I'm going to open it. Yeah. No, no, no. It wasn't even. Oh, it was just labeled. Yeah, I see. Was... I see. It was the Thundercats Cat's Lair. Oh, it was that's... awesome, too. It had light guns. And yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, that that had to be pretty epic. You're like, I've got it. <laughs> I knew it for, I mean, it came in like July. And of course, they wouldn't let me play with it you know, <laughs> until Christmas. Oh, man, that's rough. That's even, that's even, that's even worse. So like I'm not even really into Thundercats anymore. Now I'm into Captain Power. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like this old news. <laughs> Snooze, boring. Um, I love the dressing up in the attic, like just all the crazy stuff. I'm pretty sure the same person who actually said that they wanted a John Hughes house. I think I saw that they had a, a Christmas vacation party and that's what she dressed up as. Oh, as like him, him and all dressed the stuff. up. And, <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, it was, it was good in niche. I said that insulation technology has come a long way. I mean, he's stepping just on ceiling boards in mm-hmm. that house has got to be freezing. 
oh, it has to be totally, totally freezing. And he steps through, probably creating a big enough hole that he could shimmy his way down. He's standing on a bunk bed. Um, I don't think he had to stay in there. But also... He fell right through the poster of the girl. Uh, he probably did. Yeah, and I mean, I'm sure that... I can't believe the I'm grandpa... I'm sure Rusty's upset about that. I'm sure the grandpa... I can't <laughs> believe he didn't complain about it. Um but yeah, so then we starts to, he starts looking at some home movies. And he's like crying. I'm like, all these people are still alive. All these people are like literally left like making you, him miserable. Left you at this moment. So I don't know why we're feeling so nostalgic. But also, everyone is nostalgic for 1955. Mm. Um, the Christmas of 1955. We've got veal happening. We have <laughs> t- time travel. All of these things. Yeah, but he looks kind of old, honestly, as a kid. For however, I don't know how old he's supposed to be here. I'm assuming 40 max, but probably, probably even younger, probably than, younger that. than that. Yeah. But he looks like 8 to 10 in 1955, so I don't really see how that works. I just said, um, I wonder what the mechanics of making an 8mm sex tape are in, in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. I mean, you know, just something we've never really broached. So, but if, if you're going to do one, I mean, like having one that's not in the cloud seems like a good idea. So. Right. You know, there's something about having that like sound, you know, as you're playing back, I guess. You know, pulling down the curtain, having some cigars and, <laughs> you know, oh, I don't seedy know. little whatever in the moose lounge or whatever. But you know what we're not doing is drinking white wine. That is what I have next in my notes. So Tata Margo, that's where we diverge. Uh, oh, but in 89, we would have been drinking so probably much Probably a ton wine. of Pinot Grigio. That's yes, probably yes. all it was. But yeah, it's so like they're wearing their metallic sweat suit. As like a space sauna, blanket workout sauna clothes. Suit, yeah, to, to work out and... You know, being sexy, but like, of course, we're going to be civilized. You're going to take a shower before I kiss every inch of your body. She's like, of course, it's her giant bottle of Evian. <laughs> I mean, that a bottle of water at 89, that's pretty. Evian was probably the only one there was. I mean, that was like some straight up like imported French stuff. So that was expensive. I mean, you could probably get clearly Canadian, but that, that wasn't water. <laughs> that, that's for hummingbirds. That's what clearly is. Like, it, it just is clear. It's like, oh, when it's red, we put it in bird feeders right. and feed small birds that the, need the, the, high the sugar. The Mountain Dew's not sugary enough. So. <laughs> right. It's not a syrup. Like what you, it was what my dad would pour in iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just simple syrup, basically. Yes, basically. Uh, yeah. Um, and then and that's when I have like, why do they have such a modern home next door? Like, it's so confusing to me because um, that's. Obviously, when we have all the, he's putting all the lights up, trying to get them going, you know, stapling himself, which I always wondered about that. Like, is that like what you do? Do you like use a staple gun to put lights up and then you tear them down and leave staples in your house all the time? I don't, I don't know. We've never done that. I, that's just one of those things that my. I feel like it's another thing the technology has improved. I, I feel, you know, that we would use those little clips. And then I think Probably. now that when they're building houses, they just put the lights in them already. So And, and some they do, yeah. And you could tell, though, they're like so weirdly evenly spaced. But mm-hmm. that is something you can have is like have them pre installed. Yeah, no one loses it like Clark Griswold. But yeah, like talking about the modern staircase because he's falling down the modern staircase as they're being blinded and like, you know, the, then the, the lights go out and back and forth and she's crying over. White wine is not going to ruin that carpet. I'm sorry. I just have my head sewn to the carpet. It's <laughs> one of my favorite lines. I couldn't be more surprised than if I woke up with my head sewn to the carpet. It's so specific. <laughs> I don't know if that was ad-libbed or if that was written. Or, I don't but, know. I mean, good on you, whoever came <laughs> up with that line, because it is just so out there. I mean, it's, it's so visceral, too. <laughs> yeah, that's, I'm like, then I have it like, how are they related? Like, why? Why do these judgy parents love them so much? It's so weird. Is this Clark's family? You know, why did Ellen's parents care? And then I like, the dicky cracks me up every single time. <laughs> He's wearing a white sweater and a black dicky to see the, the outline on his chest. It's so funny every time. <laughs> I said, yeah, quote, woman, ugly as hell, but she's a sweet woman and a good cook. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's he's delivering some comedy gold in this. He, he really is. He really is. I don't have anything before we go sledding, which is, I feel like the most iconic scenes of this movie just happened, but I feel like I was just watching them and not taking notes. Well, I just have 
the bowl of eggnog that just chills in the living room, room like temperature for nine days. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, people just sticking their cups in there, sloshing it around. I mean, I guess if you throw enough rum and brandy in, it'll prevent. But man, yeah, that's food safety has come a long way. Well, and he's he's in food something. <laughs> I mean, I thought jour about- means food safety. <laughs> But, like, he's got to be a smart guy. He's he's in, like, research, you know, he, he's, like... The re- additives division. <laughs> right, like... <laughs> That's so 89. Yeah, it's so... Non-nutritive uh, cereal varnish. Yes, like, non-caloric uh, lubricant for, you know, is what they they spray non-caloric on Non-caloric cooking oil. I'm pretty sure he invented Alestra. That actually might be what that is, yeah. So Clark you- Griswold caused millions of people <laughs> to poop themselves. <laughs> because they just wanted those chips. <laughs> wanted to eat so many chips. But they have no calories. You can eat three bags of them. Well, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, uh- Spoiler alert. I have a cousin who was a pizza delivery man who ate like six bags of those chips and uh, had a incident <laughs> while delivering pizzas. <laughs> Oh, man. Not the one whose wedding will be attending, uh. <laughs> but the younger brother. Oh, man. Yeah, they just have, like, the giant corporate conference room, all of the gifts exactly the same, same. like, the yes. two little things with the... Yeah, you were saying, okay, get went into the sledding. Yeah, I just had the the cooking oil, whatever, and then I really think this the effect, the special effect of the sledding and then just, like, the down the hill... Mm-hmm. I That's think great. that holds up. That is, it does. It really because does. Because it's so much faster <laughs> than you. You were expecting something, and they just went so far beyond. Yeah, I feel like that is one of the best visual gags ever, even. Yeah, I, I agree. I've got December 22nd. It's my last day of the year, and I just wrote in all capital letters, class war, <laughs> for those of us who work jobs. Where you don't just get to take Christmas and your birthday and just take a few weeks off for the holidays. I don't understand because, like, who the the company doesn't stop. I, I, I've never understood that either. Like, who everyone all these in all these places or people talk about they they do take all this time off. And I'm like, we have a lot of people that we work with whose offices are closed for a week or so for Christmas, and good for them. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know anybody whose offices are closed for Christmas unless it's like a mom and pop like private practice. You, I mean, you probably do in that capacity. I don't know anybody whose office and company is closed for a week. But so I don't know who's doing everything. I guess this a hole uh, is, <laughs> is doing everything. But no, I'm out there taking care of you if you blew yourself up on Christmas frying a turkey here. But we see some weird stuff on holidays in the medical field. Let's just say that. I've had people bit by bunny on Easter. We've had shattered <laughs> ornaments and feet on oh, Christmas. Man. I mean, full on Home Alone style. We've had somebody gash their arm open on a, a wishbone of a turkey. Oh, wow. We've had hands blown off with firecrackers, uh, boat propeller situations. Ooh. Yeah. Holidays are crazy times in the medical field. Yeah. It's, ugh, yeah. So then. Yeah, that I have. Oh, his his the one guy we meet in his office. He was just like, he's so, the '80s guy. He's I, the '80s guy. But then he's like, "Hey, man, like, are you okay? Like, there's no way this dude broke cares. <laughs> like, if there's something going on, then he hasn't gotten his bonus yet. He's like, "Hey, man, what, what, you seem down. Like, um, no. <laughs> he seems like such a good person. He does seem nice, but he like is simultaneously playing this like just, <laughs> yeah." Yeah, I don't know. That's what this says. That's what that sentence says. I don't I don't know. Um, and then we have the pool sequence. Yes, yes. Again, like, don't understand. I mean, everyone's there. They're all in their fun, you know, pool attire and the kids. And we've got great. We got Eddie and, like, I don't know what that is. Like a Speedo and a T-shirt that's going below the it's Speedo. It's below the Speedo. Um, you know, very much, I guess, like the Dickie situation. Is it leopard print? You know, Beverly D'Angelo being gorgeous and kind of fabulous in her, you know, in her pool attire. Yeah. And then we have to sub out and sub for this this woman that he met once and saw once in, in the department store. It's like, really? I don't know. I just remember, I mean, that, that you want my forbidden cinema moment of the show. You know, I was watching this, just me and my sister. And 
you know, my parents were not watching this and just this scene comes on like, oh, hell, what do I do? (laughs) (laughs) Do I just ignore it and hope she doesn't know what's going on do i stop it and fast forward and all of a sudden now it's a thing right it's like is why are you gonna doing tell that? my like, parents do we just let it go and see what happens and then she tells my parents like what is the right play here it's, it's like you're playing you're playing chicken like who who's gonna who's i mean and, and definitely at the time she would have been a tattletale probably so oh absolutely absolutely she would have gone to them with whatever but yeah and then so we got the whole thing of she's taking off her bathing suit, which, okay, so we get cut off of, it's like he's going to see her naked as she, after she jumps in the pool, but she's already thrown her swimsuit at him before she jumps in the pool. So I I don't know, but he's like plastered up against the window. I mean, it is a very visceral um, mirage fantasy going on. I mean, eighth grade lunch table, Ricky, you know who you are. He was the one guy that would like share the cigarette with seven other guys in the bathroom. Like, and can we just say gross? Oh, <laughs> super gross. <Ooh. laughs> like six guys in one stall smoking one cigarette. Ugh, nasty. And, uh, yeah, Ricky, you know who you are. He had always said that he saw the thing in the theater in the version that he saw that there were just like boobs everywhere. And, um, no. Yeah, you're a total liar, Ricky. We all know you're a liar. Ricky! <laughs> yeah. There's always that one kid that it's like, uh-uh, like, the yeah, like, I saw the extra special whatever version, like, uh-uh, yeah, like, it was... Hey, in the pre-digital world, like... You can get away with that stuff. We got the internet now. We got Alexa will just tell us, like, Alexa, can, are there boobies? <laughs> I don't actually, I don't know if Alexa will tell you that. <laughs> we should try that out. You get some weird, weird, uh, I don't know if you get like browser history on Alexa. I don't know how that works. I'm pretty sure they record all the times you say Alexa and I think you're allowed to go in and delete them, but I'm pretty sure they all exist. Just probably like the text messages that you don't send via Siri. Like, do you do do that? I mean, do you try and send audio text messages very often in the car? You text me pretty regularly when I'm driving Mm -hmm. and so sometimes I'll try to get back at you i'm not going i'm not crazy i'm not going to text while driving so i might be like you know hey siri text jenny and you know say sure (laughs) like so mine are usually longer than sure and so i'd say 75 percent of the wrong the time they're totally wrong they are not the words i said and so it's like do you want to send this no Okay, well, I'll I'll say like tell me when you want to send it. So there's somewhere, <laughs> there's a collection of these nonsense text messages. I I don't know where they are, but I I guess I could say like, hey, that message that I was going to send today, let's send it now. Oh, my mother, miss you, uh, boy. It's holiday time. It, there's gonna be some missing her, but her speech to text messages. <laughs> I don't know. It I don't was, know. Like, they're just symbols. And <laughs> it was crazy. There were, like, percentages. I don't know if it, her phone, she, like, had blew it up so that it was bigger for her to see. I have no idea. But And, and then she was like, sure, send it. Like, there's no <laughs> semblance of of not even – it's not even in English. It's it's not in human language. No, no. Uh, special. Yeah, my dad's texts to speech are just rambling and mm. half of the words don't make sense. Yeah, I don't understand. Everyone, not even every once in a while, just even when I'm typing texting, then the predictive text, I'm like, no one says that word ever. It, you, you literally trade it out like every day for like nuance. Like, <laughs> why? I no, no, not even a thing. Okay, so then, then they're... They're shopping because they have a little heart to heart with Clark and I guess Ruby Sue, where they don't think they're going to get presents and Christmas and Santa and all of that. So hey, they- I'm going to come right out and throw this out there. And sorry if you have kids and but Santa's bullcrap. Uh, you know, we I grew up cripplingly poor, and I remember asking my parents just about every year, "How come the rich kids get more from Santa than me?" And yeah, we gotta we gotta figure something better than than Santa. Yeah, or no. a better way to do Santa. Maybe Santa brings some candy, and then you know your parents get you your toys. I don't, I don't know what. The... I mean, I'm selfish. If we had kids, I would want credit for the good stuff. So as a parent, not that Santa was going to be giving it. So I mean, I would like to think that my 
my selfishness would be removing part of the problem. But sorry if I'm grinching out, but up yours, Santa. You know. <laughs> oh no, but I agree. Like, yeah, it, there's definitely it is a line of disparity that that seems to happen. Because yeah, I mean, you could ask Santa for all you want. Ask Santa. It's like, well, someone has to get it. So then, yeah, they're, they're at the store. And he's just loading up with dog food. <laughs> just like they have this gross dog. They call snot, you know. Of course they do. And uh, just dog food, dog food, dog food. Yeah, we don't have we 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 skidded into to town on fumes. Yeah, I, I was I was joking. I didn't really make the trade for the RV. Like I lost my house. I, like like we're not really fooling anybody. And then I wish that I had the money that I gave that TV preacher. Oh man! <laughs> After our discussion <laughs> of TV preachers last week. Yes, yes, yeah. So all all those things, all those things happen, you know. But then they want to give the kids a nice Christmas, and then they he's already got a list. He's already knows this. This is not the first time this has happened. No, this is this is a play. Yeah, this was already like we're gonna go. We're gonna spend. We're gonna spend Christmas with Clark and everybody because they're gonna take care of it, which you know is a good thing. It's nice that family does that, but also it's like he's holding out for a management position. Which were the kids in on the con? Hmm. That's even worse if they were, but... I don't think so. They seem so delighted later on when they think that they see Santa. And I don't think so. I, I want to think that they weren't. I want to think that that was, that was organic, that that wasn't her playing him. Hmm. I never really thought about it, though. It's possible. I mean, they all are kind of carnies. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is possible. Um, but yeah, so... You know, talking about jobs, and I, 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 this is bad, but I think this all the time. Whenever I see someone, or it, you know, I've been hiring in the past, and someone is just kind of hapless, I guess maybe, and I always <laughs> think this line is like he's holding out for a management position that he hasn't had a job in like twenty years because he's holding out, like and just. Shake my head. Yeah, but it, I, I think this all the time. I mean, I think what you had, the person who applied to you that uh, spelled assault wrong for have you ever been convicted of a felony? Yes. And then you, was it you or me? Which one of us had the, uh, what did you like least about your previous job and working with Mexicans? I think that was yours. Was that mine? That okay. was yours. Yeah, I think that was mine. <laughs> so yeah, we've interviewed some winners in, yes. Our, yes. in our day. Um, I don't have anything next until basically the next like 20 lines I have are about May Kestrel. I mean, oh. what a delight. Is, is there a scene that she is in in this film that she does not steal? No. she she's And then even her non-reaction because <laughs> i mean, just have that it's like she's like what's that squeaking sound and you know is your house on fire clock <laughs> i mean she's just adorable and you know her husband uh lewis um who i always remember being in did you ever see my blue heaven I have, but not in. We watched that years. all the time. That's another one. Like, why? I don't know why. Uh, it's because why does Steve Martin get a pass? I don't know because he is, can be. He's always he had can a pass. always be squirmy. He's always had a pass. Like I remember the jerk being on. Like my parents have always loved Steve Martin. That's weird that Steve Martin gets the pass and Chevy Chase and and Bill Murray don't. I, I feel like that they're cut from the exact same cloth. I don't know. I'm, I'm really not sure, but the, but you're right that he does get the pass. Um, and they're you know it's him and uh, you know what's his face doing the merengue, and <laughs> so that's fun stuff. But he's he's in there. You know the premise on that. There's just basically you've got a gangster. He's been put in the witness protection program, and they take him to the town where like literally everyone is from his former like mob situation and they're all in the witness protection program <laughs> so then they take over the town um but this this little guy like owns the pet store like and he's just i don't know um he's just a good character but yeah so he's like you wouldn't hear a dump truck in a nitroglycerin plant he's like no you're right i hear the squeaking sound then it's a squirrel everyone loses <laughs> their minds the it like zooms in and that's a great shot and everybody's like running out but then she doesn't react at all 
We're just sitting there knitting. She heard the tiny, <laughs> tiny squeaky sound, but did not. The, the 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 commotion and the mayhem did not face her whatsoever. The the Graham, Clark's mom is lying on the floor, just like like don't move. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't want a squirrel in the house, but I don't think. I mean, the house has to come down. That 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 we know. That's what we've already established. Like everything that they have has to be destroyed. Yes. And so this is a perfect uh, venue for that. Is for the dog to then chase the squirrel. But yeah, the squirrels on him. The squirrels there. Like you know, poor poor grandma Nora is just like falling over couches and everybody's yeah before that though i have christmas eve margaritas yeah at the neighbor's house right before because you know that that's when they go in and you know she's gonna punch him and she gets jumped on by the squirrel and mm-hmm. like a, a little thumbs down to this movie for having kind of this screechy shrill woman get her come up in physically not not great uh, trope but Christmas Eve margaritas, I could be down. Yeah, I, I could be down. They have like a nice like fruit, like, you know, I, I like a little more charcuterie, but that is, I guess it doesn't really go with margaritas. It could, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm totally down with that. Um, then we've got, yeah, Beverly D'Angelo's shirt, which is just like it's this giant keyhole, like cleavage with this, this, this wreath pendant up at the top, which is just very festive. But yeah, so like I think that, oh, and then I just have like the, the squirrels just causing so much fainting, like all the fainting. <laughs> uh, have I told you about my Christmas Eve fire? I don't think so. My mom and my sister put out the centerpiece that was this just beautiful angel with these huge wings and had a couple of candles right underneath the huge wings. Got it. I hear something crackling and go into the next room and uh, the room is on fire. (laughs) Oh my gosh. "Ah." Just grab a rug and start beating the table and my mom grabs me and tries to hold me back because I'm ruining (laughs) the dinner. (laughs) Uh. She goes in and, you know, baking soda can put out a fire. Mm -hmm. But what you can't do is get the little like one ounce container out of the refrigerator and just sort of throw a little bit of baking soda at the fire. You have to put a lot of baking soda. It's like like the holy water or something. Just like. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Flick it on there. Yeah, finally I broke free and smothered it with a rug. But yeah, I was was accused of, of ruining the Christmas dinner. I mean. Everything was fine except for the stuff right around there. But that was covered in baking soda. Co- exactly. <laughs> the whole table was covered in baking soda in the house. Everything tastes like baking Ugh. soda. <laughs> oh, man. I think that's worse. You, you get away with a little char. I was um, kind of a goth kid, too. So I had the charred angel, like melted face and burned wings that was dangling in the back of my, uh, of my car window <laughs> for a while. <laughs> oh, man. I, I can't. Yeah, I don't know how I missed that, but... That, that was a season of time that I missed a little bit. <laughs> um, so then the bonus dun, 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 arrives. He makes his grand announcement, which then everybody loves. Like, you know, he always real jerk. Everybody's being a jerk. And then, yay, pool, 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 pool. Like, you're the best. Everybody's the best. Um, then it winds up being the jelly of the month club. The gift on keeps on giving all year. <laughs> and... He loses his mind. <laughs> it's just, I mean, the diatribe of things that come out of his mouth. Just like. I mean, earlier when Johnny Glucky was like, dad's going to flip out. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, oh, we've been here before. <laughs> we have been here before. Uh, yeah. Since uh, uh, Bing Crosby dancing <laughs> fucking Danny Kay. <laughs> Like ho ho, I, I I never get that line. I think right I think it's hallelujah, holy shit. Where's the title? At all? I think I was wrong last time too. But yeah, it's yeah. Like then he's just sloshing uh, eggnog, like slamming it, just <laughs> scooping pour, scooping pour. So I'm I'm guessing it's spiked. I mean, it's been sitting oh, yeah. out. So I I can't believe we don't have any kids that are uh you know oh, sneaking some nog. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, just his his going crazy was such a delight and something I did not get when I was a child watching this. You know, it just seemed like why is he acting all weird and but man, watching it now, he is classic. All the, you know, like I didn't go crazy. I, we had a problem and I fixed it. Okay, <laughs> we, we need a coffin. I mean, yeah, tree. Like, <laughs> I mean, 
you can see how your family can drive you there potentially like oh absolutely and yes yeah you don't realize that when you're a kid like all the all the all the pressures coming in all at once i feel like my family probably won't this year. your family probably will though so. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're starting already <laughs> oh man quite that is how like the 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 water the water cooler like that's mm. such a like 80s <laughs> like ooh we have a water cooler in our house and he's filling up the same eggnog glass with it too like he's just holding on to that eggnog glass so then yeah so he says if you want to if you haven't got me a present you can go get my boss put a bow on him and so of course Eddie follows suit and and goes and gets him and brings him. You know, they've they've already kind of reconvened and he's reading the the night before Christmas and it seems to be going well. Everybody's, you know, nodding their heads side to side and and, and then, you know, the 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 family congeniality and then he shows up. And then pretty much we just have like a blues brother scene. <laughs> it pretty much is like let's just break everything. Yes. Like all the police cars, all the swat. Like if we were missing the hut, 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 hut. SWAT team before they they attack. But what else? I mean, I've got the um, the handshake. Right. So that's where I mean, I you you rewound it. I was like, did she just? Oh yeah, I've I've always like that. To me, that's like a a pivotal part of her character. She's like cradling Chevy Chase's balls because they're being surrounded by by SWAT teams and like that's important to her. <laughs> Got to protect that. Yeah, I mean that's she doesn't look like doesn't she's making eye contact with the police. She yeah she removes shakes hands hands back <laughs> like right back. <laughs> so <laughs> and then I had the Brian Doyle Murphy saying you know he's learned his big lesson. Right. He's like. It's the little people who make a difference. Little people. Like you. <laughs> just, <laughs> so condescending even when he's supposedly like having his Grinch heart grow. <laughs> you don't really, you don't, when it looks good on paper until like it really affects the real folks that I wrote down, AKA little people. Then he literally said little people. <laughs> oh man. Yep. Then the Christmas star. <laughs> Like, I was like, is that the Christmas star a thing? And then, you know, like, it's some sort of special moment. And then it's like, no, it was actually like the the power plant or the waste treatment plant. And then, of course, everything blows up because, you know, the shitter was full. And Uncle Eddie or Cousin Eddie had been filling up the, the storm drain. And, oh, the last line, he's like, I did it. Like, is that what we're supposed to take away from this? <laughs> I pulled it off. Like, uh, you're, you're saying there's a chance like, like um no i don't think you did uh th- this is the this is why we know that this happens all the time because he does not learn his lesson <laughs> he's like i made it happen it really worked like literally forget that extra 20 percent he's getting on his new bonus they need a whole new house <laughs> forget the pool uh yeah it's a disaster Oh, so, so what else do you have? I mean, it, I had a blast. I love this movie. Watch it every year. I didn't know if I was going to be able to talk for an hour about something that I watch every year. But, oh, man, it, it just started bringing things back, especially thinking about watching it in my sister's room. I mean, you know, we, you know, I didn't have a VCR. She was the only one that had the VCR besides the family. And I think mom and dad were watching something downstairs. And... Yeah, that, that, oh boy, that, that's so visceral. <laughs> <laughs> that like, uh, uncomfortable feeling. Yeah. Oh man, so visceral. Yeah. So no, I just think it, it's just, it kind of has a lot of stuff that's in poor taste, which just, who, it's a coin flip, whether that pushes the buttons or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. This one definitely, um, was, was on the no go, like just, but now it's on all the time. So I would imagine there are probably still movies that I wouldn't talk about that I've watched. I would imagine my parents, my slash my mom, my dad not being as concerned would this is on so much that, you know, that we it's openly talked about. Of course, we've watched it versus some other things that it's like, well, we're just not even going to bring that up. Right. <laughs> Love, actually, let's just not. We just won't go there. So, yeah, we, we taped this. I actually brought my sister's VCR downstairs. <laughs> I don't know if I'm. Admi- I don't know what the statute of limitations on uh, making a copy of a VHS from the public library are. Oh, but. you ta- you taped the rental 
Oh, okay. Yeah, like, we not copied just like it. from TV. <laughs> no, we copied the rental from oh, the library. Man. It's not a rental from the library. It's a loaned. I don't know what the terminology <laughs> is on that, but Oh, we were prolific to VCR tapers. Ah. So. We we that we didn't do that. We were just prolific tape off of TV. Like TV is in use. It's being it doesn't matter what's being taped, it's just it's content. My my dad is the original king of like we just need content. Yeah. I think in going deeper though, you're kind of something that's been coming up multiple times to me is how I never considered the concept of going to look at kind of repertory films or older films at the video store until I was much older. Right. That was just like... It was just new releases. New releases in video games. New releases in video games. Mm-hmm. Never went to the other aisles. I don't know if it was the other aisles or close to the porn aisle and my parents <laughs> just kept me at the new release. I don't think there was a porn aisle in Blockbuster. Uh, at the video whatever, there was a curtain. But there's at, a curtain. Like that's... At the, like the place that we used to go before Blockbuster was here, uh, there was a curtain okay. and there was a corner and there was a sign. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, okay. So... That they might have just kind of ushered me to the new release section to keep <laughs> me from even going near that corner. It's possible. But yeah, it just never. We talked about like didn't have Raiders of the Lost Ark. Had not seen it till much, much later when it finally came on TV. I'm sure I could have rented that. Yeah, that would. I'm sure it would have been way better than some of the crap I did rent. <laughs> it just never blew. Just never was even a concept of mine to go look for movies like that until I turned 18, got my own card, and I was like, I can go fill in some of my holes, the things that I couldn't mm-hmm. see, and all of a, you know, all of a sudden realizing, oh, there's all this stuff that I wanted to see, but I just never would have thought to to look at the just old thought stuff. You needed to wait for it to come on TV, like. That's such a stupid concept, but it, it was the eighties. I mean, you know. I mean, that's when that's the way we did things. It was kind of finite. Like yeah. you, you saw it or you didn't. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else do you got, babe. I think that it. I think that brings it home. I think Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Uh, so yeah, so we're not taking any time off. We'll be back for going deeper next week. We'll uh, wrap up Christmas and and go on into everything else. Uh, All right. Well, thank you guys for spending some time with us and uh, go grab some eggnog, hang out with your family, even if they drive you nuts. And uh, we'll see you next time. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye, guys. Oh, uh, hit us on the socials. Yeah. Forbidden Cinema on Instagram, Forbidden Cinema Podcast at Gmail. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.